you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, Legit Foster, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to hit that subscribe button and the notify bell if you're watching us on YouTube. If you're listening to us in the audio realm, be sure to hit that uh, subscribe button, leave us a rating, review, or yes, comment. Please. It really, really does help. It really does. Boost the exposure. Totally. Of Going In Raw. Let's get right to it, Larson. Dean Ambrose is quitting the WWE. Oh, my goodness. Didn't I predict this? And I said there's going to be someone who's unhappy with their creative, can't be bought off, they're leaving. Uh, of course, the second part of that was like they're going to AEW, which remains to be seen. But uh, Well, we'll talk about that in a second. We'll talk about that in a so second. This is from we'll, Pro Wrestling we'll Torch. Power Rank, where he should be going. Pro Wrestling Torch. Uh, I woke up to this news. I just woke up and there was like my Twitter mentions were were were, were just yeah man with mentions and I oh, scrolled yeah. down to the very bottom of it all. I was like oh Steve posted this oh wow this yeah. explains a lot yeah so from Pro Wrestling Torch um, they're saying that Dean Ambrose is quote given his notice WWE that he'll be finishing up when his current contract expires at the end of April and they have three sources apparently and that he broke the news to uh, WWE including Vince. Um, over the weekend, I think after being a new, after being offered a new contract and a raise weeks ago, um, the torch says, "quote He's expected to finish up shortly after Mania, though it's possible WWE would write him out of storyline sooner." Um, quote sources tell PW Torch that Ambrose has long been frustrated with the creative direction of his character and reached a uh, breaking point recently. He's indicated WWE management this weekend he's not interested in negotiating further and made it clear this isn't about trying to get more money. One of his colleagues on the roster, when asked tonight about Dean's demeanor lately and if there are any signs of discontent, said, quote, he's pretty much impossible to read. Mm. Seems like he kind of just keeps to himself. Yeah. Um, and then I guess the source added that Dean, quote, hates hokey stuff, though he used a word that's synonymous with poop to say stuff instead of stuff. We're two minutes in. We oh, can, shit. You can say shit. shit. Hokey shit. shit. Hokey shit. Um, and uh, he's saying, you know, since his character has been, if anything, it's been hokey. Yeah. Um, not surprised that uh, he's not happy. Was, let me ask you this. Now, Dean has been incredibly over in the past. I mean, they have used him when he was in the Shield. Yeah. He was probably the most over guy there. Because he was the main Mike guy, and everybody yeah, likes yeah, the yeah. crazy guy. And he, he well, came then, into the WWE with a really good reputation as, oh, it's crazy CZW yeah, guy. Yeah, but also... Uh, he, he could have been the next Stone Cold. Early days of the Shield, they had an edge to him. Yeah, true. And even when they turned face, still kind of had an edge to him. It yeah. wasn't until they all split up. It sort of chipped away, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That he was this, hey, I'm crazy, quirky guy. It's been years. It's been years. It's crazy what and happened. They, even when, with the heel turn, they haven't been able to shake it. 
No, it's it, it's so it's so but, bizarre because it seems like it'd be a fairly easy thing to do. Yeah, which makes me wonder how much of the blame is on creative and how much is on Dean just kind of thinking, well, this is what they're going to do with me, so. Hmm. I don't know. I don't I, I, I mean, it's hard for me to, not to go back to the Stone Cold podcast where they were called, like, whether it was Vince or someone in Stone Cold's ear, call him out for being, a, you know, this kind of content. Yeah. And not pushing himself. Now, whether his unhappiness with creative fed into that, Maybe like even, was, even like you said, just fed into it. Itself. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. a cyclical thing. And maybe yeah. even two year and a half, three years ago, he's like, well, contract's up. Mm-hmm. Write it out. So he comes back from injury, jacked, new haircut, new sort of thing. and they Several have, new jackets. They have the, yeah. They have the opportunity to sort of, you know, hit the refresh button on him. They move ahead with his heel turn the night that Roman Reigns says that he's fighting leukemia and he has to leave, which I, I think we both thought was a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then after that, I, I'm sorry, man. I, I actually texted you this night when Dean came down during that opening segment. I, I personally thought Raw was actually really good yeah, last night. It was a fun night. show, yeah. Um, it felt, I, I texted you this as well. I said, I, 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 the, the show actually felt marquee again. Mm-hmm. Like it really, once mm-hmm. you have, once you're like putting, we'll talk about it in a second. When Dean came down and he started giving yet more different motivation for why he's anti Seth Rollins, you know, now he's a suck up. That's the problem with him. He's a suck. It's what is his motivation for the week? I find it very difficult to believe it. It it begins. It begins, and so much of it is creative. Oh, it is. It's so much of it is creative. He looked downright. Now I'm not sure how much of it is when he did the uh, the the thing about Roman having to pay the price now or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He obviously seemed uncomfortable. They dropped that really quick. Yeah. Uh, I wonder at this point, now that it's been a couple of years, if he was just fine with, okay, what are they going to give me? It's, it's useless fighting against creative. It's useless fighting against events. It's useless doing that. And that's why he just sort of went along with it. And he was just checked out and he was like, you know, this is not, and then AEW pops up and it's like, okay, well now there are options out there. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's going to AEW. But there are options now. It's not just New Japan. It's not just, he can't you know. It's not just Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Go back to CZW or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's not happening. That's not going to happen. Uh, according to Forbes, he made a two point the last salary Dean Ambrose oh, yeah, salary. Yeah. He's made a handsome amount of money the last couple of years. Yeah, he's in the top ten. Yeah, so uh, money sh- I would guess is not really an issue for him. No, I, I wouldn't think it is. Um, uh, yeah. You know, there's this there's this weird dichotomy going on where it seems like creative is or Vince is very set in a particular creative path, and you know we heard even about Chris Jericho him uh, having difficulties executing the vision he saw with uh, during his last run, mm-hmm. and that's Chris Jericho. Yeah, you know, like he there was a lot of compromise he had to he had to compromises he had to make to get even a little bit of what he got. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, you hear Vince again on the Stone Cold podcast talking about wrestlers grabbing that brass ring. Mm-hmm. And you think if, if a, a wrestler was unhappy with their creative direction, going up to Vince and saying, Vince, I have all these ideas, so on and so forth. Can we give this a try? Mm-hmm. I would like to think that he would be impressed by a wrestler taking the initiative. Yeah. Um, especially a situation given the circumstances of Dean's heel turn. I mean, he was he was like the most hated guy in that arena that night. Yeah, there was a lot of heat they could have capitalized and fizzled quickly, very quickly, quickly. I, I I'm going to speculate on the whole brass ring thing, and I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. it. The brass ring thing has to be. 
I really like this wrestler. I really want to see some initiative from this wrestler. And when that wrestler, Becky Lynch, for example, I'm sure Be- Be- uh, Vince really likes Becky Lynch even before she grabbed the brass ring. Yeah. They give her something to chew on. She just bites the crap out of it. She does great, right? Yeah. If Dean Ambrose never came off to me like a Triple H guy or a Vince guy. No. <laughs> he no. never. Seth Rollins and Finn Balor are There's, the two most Triple, Triple H, H guys. Triple H guys possible, yeah. And I think Seth is probably also very much a Vince guy. Yeah. I think that's why yeah. he is where he is right now. But Dean Ambrose never came off as one of those guys. No. Um, and so I think that grabbing the brass ring if you're not already one of their a guy that they're now, I think they can probably turn like they can. Jinder comes back looking like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. What he did, I think he can. You can sort of, you can turn into a Vince or Triple H. Yeah, guy. yeah. I mean, it, it just, it just. I think, I think Vince more than anything is impressed with work ethic. Yeah, because he doesn't sleep. But he, he also, works all the time. You're right. I think that helps. But I think he all just has. You know, he just has his guy. You know, we have the people that we like when we see him. Just inherently, what does you know? Oh, obviously, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. Vince is the end all be all in terms of decision making. Yeah. So whatever tickles his fancy, you know, in the uh, early aughts, it was all guys that looked like uh, Heidenreich. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we know what it was in the '80s and the '90s. Now it's all you know Becky Lynch. Um. So I yeah I don't know man I don't know so where where is he gonna go New Japan Impact Imp Wow Ooh I, that, I mean, does he really like hunting Is he a hunting guy Oh I don't know But I mean if he wants to do edgy stuff That's what Don Callis was promising Listen would he Maybe they'll give him a, a like a desert survivalist show Yeah Because well, he lives yeah, that workout in the desert Yeah that's workout right. video in the desert He lives in the Vegas area so. Yeah Um. Yeah, would that be appealing to people? Like, if you know you're leaving WWE, well, Impact's on the Pursuit Channel. Can Pursuit hook me up with a hunting show? Yeah, maybe. Well, I mean, I guess that's that's analogous to Kenny right. being offered a gaming, gaming thing. thing yeah. WWE. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just, I don't. Dean, he's got a lot of potential. I think in terms of interesting character stuff. Granted, we literally haven't seen any of that in WWE, which is kind of a huge missed opportunity. Um, but in terms of the pure wrestling aspect, he's not up to par with a lot of the guys in AEW. Mm. I mean, he's a competent wrestler, but he's not a great wrestler. He could put on fun matches, but I don't think he could carry anybody to a great match. He's 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 a Cody level wrestler. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, I think no, I think I think. But I just thought of, of impact. Just because oh, you were you weren't joking about that. I'm half joking about it. Okay, because he wants to do edgier stuff. That's what Don Callis has promised. What half a lap dance? Yeah. <laughs> I, I get what you're saying. I'm, yeah. not, I'm not, yeah. And he might be afforded, well, AEW gave him a lot of freedom. But uh, whether it's AEW or Impact, he'll be afforded a lot of freedom to pr- to do probably a lot more interesting character stuff. I think, I think, AEW, the return of John Moxley. I think AEW would be honestly perfect for him because the, the John Moxley character obviously is, you know, what we got in WWE was by necessity of what their product is a PG version of something that mm-hmm. was very dangerous and very edgy. You know, I mean, from the promos I've seen from the death matches I've seen, <clears throat> I didn't like follow him while he was doing that and everything. But, um, you know, I've seen some of his pre WWE work. I think, so I'm not suggesting they would bring him in to compete, uh, with, uh, a, a Pac in terms of what he can do in the ring. But if you bring him in as a guy who can, I'm not going to say mentor, but almost, almost mentor, I guess, They've got Joey Janela in he, there. He should arrive as Joey Janela's long lost dad. Yeah, that be his character. Right, yeah, that's his character. Yeah. So, if if you have that element 
which appeals, number one, I mean, name value is the biggest name there, basically. Uh, Jamie Wisner here in chat said Dean should join OVE. Stop, stop saying impact. He's from Ohio, well, how too. How was his turn? That was his turn. I'm now not impact, and you are impact. That's weird. Um, he's the biggest name there. I mean, just in terms of he's, you know, oh, former, yeah, yeah, former yeah, yeah, WWE yeah. champion. We all know that. Uh, and then he just brings... Especially if he if he you know reverted back to sort of you know the, the a bit add a bit more rated R to him, uh, I think that just adds a different dimension to all the wrestling that I think they could very much use. I don't think yeah. all elite needs to be the place where you know you have to be a five star match machine to go. If you can add something to the product, which I think he can, if he's not bound by WWE's creative, I'm actually fascinated. Given that Cody Rhodes has said AEW is not bringing in any writers, they're going to let wrestlers be wrestlers, and they're going to let the promo yeah, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, he's a top notch promo guy. Yeah, yeah. If he's not bound by WWE's creative, yeah, we should know how much of his promos were scripted versus him coming up with stuff. I would imagine he was a lot of. I'll put it this way. I think he was probably a big part of what was actually literally said the words. Yeah. But all of the intention and story behind him. Oh, the character him, direction. No, 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 no. I mean, none of yeah, it, None of his stories words. have ever really been compelling. No. So there you go. Dean Ambrose looking for a way out. And apparently he's, he's found it. So, uh, yeah, that's interesting stuff. Uh, now we have to talk about Raw. Yeah, it was good raw. It's fun uh, raw. Yeah, uh, let's do these uh, Patreon shoutouts first. Yeah, yeah. Um, because we are on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of award tiers there. It's coming down to the wire. It is the 29th two of days January. Left. If you want your going in raw care package, look at it. You get a comic book, stickers. Oh, there it is. Look at the fun wrestling in W. Steve W. is back. You get that double-sided poster. Who will you choose? There's one Top obvious notch. choice. One obvious choice. Well, and Mecha Santa, like I was about to say. No, not Mecha Santa. And then the postcard. It's all got the OG logo stuff on it uh, because... Legacy. Ricky, yeah, legacy. We're too paralyzed to... <laughs> we like, can't, we, we can't change the logo and all that stuff. And then all the people who got that stuff will need they're gonna new want stuff. It. They're going to want it. Then we got to do new stuff. So, yeah. Anyways, that's at the $20 mark. It's a great bargain right there. Then you also get to have your video questions on Matt Chat if you choose to do so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, anyways, at the $1 mark, though, you get the show ad-free. You get to import your RSS feed ad-free into whatever podcast app you use. Uh, not Spotify, sadly. But we got some new patrons here. I'll go ahead and give them some shout-outs. Yes, yes, please. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, Philip Coleman, Will Tomo. Uh, let's see here. Oh, familiar name, J.S. Wooten. Oh. And uh, Joven. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you, you, everybody. Thank you, thank you, and thank you, thank you for very your much. Support. It really does go a long way here going in Raw. It does. So, you know, we get to Raw. Show kicks off. Seth Rollins come down the ring, dropping a promo. He actually got, like, legit emotional. Because at first he says, you know, I promised myself I wouldn't come down here and point at the WrestleMania sign if I, if I won the Rumble. Oh, that's funny. I'm sorry. Hold on a second. Cody mm -hmm. Miles here in Discord mentioned, he said, at this point, I'm convinced the 14 spot is cursed. No, oh, yeah. was number 14. He was, he was. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, he says, I promised myself I wasn't going to point the sign, but hey, I just won the Rumble. I got to do this at least once. So he points to the sign, and he talks about that's how, you know, uh, you know, there's kids who grow up and they dream of winning the Super Bowl or being an astronaut, and he said all he dreamed about was winning the Rumble and main eventing WrestleMania, mm -hmm. and he got legit emotional about it, he which was did. great. This was this was a very, uh, this was a very effective oh, yeah. opening segment. It really yeah. was. I thought, uh, look, just getting back to sort of the, the, the overview of it, I thought there were a couple things that were very, very, very well done last night. Yeah. Like I said earlier, it felt 
the show actually felt like the A show. I think that like well, it helps when you have the two top mania matches on that brand. Some that it's really sometimes helps. sometimes it's just intangible. It's it's when when Baron Corbin opens your show a lot, and that's what you think is your oh, A you story. Make, you make it feel like it's the C show at that point, right? Exactly. But they had Seth Rollins, who should be the A guy. Why why didn't they just run with him? I've been first? saying that for a long time. Imagine <laughs> right? imagine imagine if they'd had Roman turn heel yeah. instead of Seth. Yeah, they the could have had their cake up. and eaten it too. I really would have shocked everybody. Because no, dude, everybody loves Seth. Everybody has always loved Seth. It's crazy. Um, and so you know, he gathers himself and he says, "Well, I really got a difficult decision. Maybe the most difficult decision in my life. Do I take on SmackDown champ Daniel Bryan, who I've been friend with for years, or do I take on Brock Lesnar?" Mm-hmm. And he seemed like he's about to say something more. Triple H comes in the ring. He's greeted with an NXT chant, and he starts talking about Seth. How they've had their ups and downs. Um, and then Triple H starts getting a little emotional. He starts getting teary. He has to turn away and says, gosh darn it, Seth. You got me all emotional here. And he goes on to say how proud he is. Well, just start babbling like two little kids out here. Yeah. <laughs> how proud he is of Seth for accomplishing all that he has. Yeah. Seems like a shoot. Um, oh, dude. he If Triple I know Triple H has three, or I think has three young kids. Are they all little yeah. girls? Yeah. Yeah. If he had... Like a twenty-five-year-old, thirty-year-old well, daughter, thirty-two-year-old, thirty-two-year-old. Well, they don't have to be the same age exactly. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like between twenty-five and thirty-five. Oh, all right. He would probably try to, you know, I want you to be my son, if not by blood, by name. What? Working the math out here. I think what Triple H is like forty-eight. Uh, twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, he would have been. That's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Even a thirty-year-old. Yeah. I mean, really, you can get down to what's 48 minus 12. You can pretty much start having kids at that oh, point. Oh, dear. Like, you shouldn't. No. <laughs> um, Triple H. Biologically speaking, it's possible. Triple H said he's proud of Seth for reaching his dream, but gives him till the end of the night to make his decision. He says that both Brock and Daniel Bryan are, are going to be at Raw in the building. And then the crowd starts chanting, Slay the Beast. Yeah. Slay the Beast. Yeah. Ooh, Slay that was good. Good crowd last night, too. Oh, it was a. <laughs> It, it was, was, it was a, basically like a raw after mania. Crowd. It was. It was a great crowd. They were really, really into it. I was very, I was very proud of crowd. Yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose comes down, interrupts everything, um, calls Dean a kiss ass, calls Triple H chuckles. What do you say, chuckles? The crowd actually liked that line. And then uh, he says, "Make the match. I want Seth tonight." And then Triple H just walks out or starts to walk out. He starts to, and then yeah. Dean sort of meets him halfway out the ropes and says, what's going on? You got to go back there and ask your father-in-law. And then the crowd started saying, the crowd started chanting, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Yeah. And then Triple H says, get me a riff. So the match happened. So the match happened. <laughs> yeah. So I started texting you. Or you started, I forget. No, you texted me. You said, like, Dean takes the air out of the whole, took the air out of the whole building. They shut up. And I said, oh, just wait till he sells the suicide dive. <laughs> and it's the second one. And yeah, so there, was, there was the first one. And I was like, oh, I mean, that was, it wasn't bad. I mean, I don't know what else he could do. And then in the second one, when they, he does a suicide dive up the ramp, basically, yeah. uh, Dean just sort of jogs back a couple steps and then does like a perfect, a like, perfect backward roll. A perfect <laughs> backward roll. Yeah, At no man. point do I get any sense of the use to actually hurt by any of it. Mm-mm, no. And then they're back in the ring, and he, and he like, in the most obvious way, gets in position for the frog splash, and like the cell of the the stomp was cartoonish. Yeah, yeah. I like. I actually like when he does the cartoonish cell for the stomp. I think that stuff is funny. 
Um, I mean, I, it's probably not supposed to be funny, but I feel I still appreciate it. All right. He goes overboard with it. Yeah, he does. So anyway, Seth wins with Stomp, uh, seemingly done with Dean, and Dean seemingly done with WWE. So we cut the commercial, and we come back, and Dean's sitting in a chair in the middle of the ring, and uh, he's, like, giving the crowd a little guff because he's like, I'm here trying to pour my heart out to you people. Oh, yeah. I'm curious. Uh, were there any live reports as to what he, what he was saying during commercial? Or do they just dim the lights and then go to some cheesy probably. Yeah, probably. promos on the screen? Um, uh, he's interrupted by Nia Jax and Tamina. Mm-hmm. So they have a stare down the middle of the ring. And then as he's he's like, you know, she's giving him guff. He's giving her guff. And then as he leaves, she freaking gives him an elbow. I wasn't sure if he was trying to leave or if, because Tamina was circling around. I, think, I thought he was just kind of following oh, her. Oh, okay, okay. And then she delivers elbow and knocks oh, him out. Oh, all right, all right. Maybe that's how right I took that. it. All right. Um, so next we have a tag team match. Winner. Well, hold on a second. We got to talk about that for a second. That's not his mania match, is it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Are they going to go straight to Hey, I really like this Nia Jax. There's two things. There's two things that sound that com- that could be utterly d- ridiculous about this. Number one, is this some sort of odd foreshadowing for Nia Jax to induct China to the Hall of Fame? I've heard that before. Yeah. Like other people have speculated that. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. I just, because somebody noted that on a, when she was in the Rumble, somebody mentioned China in our Super Chats or in our chat or something. And I was like, oh, okay. And then when they had her do it last night, I'm like, Nia would totally, that totally makes sense for mm-hmm. her to do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't know, like, and you see her and Dean staring. At, that's a fascinating ma- uh, mania match mm-hmm. up there. Mm-hmm. You're probably there. It's probably not going to happen because there's no. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they do that. I don't know if they do that. Yeah, I don't know if they do it either. That's a big, just like, what, a year ago Triple H said that not was? Not even a, that long ago. Several, like, just a matter no, of months ago, he said, what? No, I wasn't just months ago. No, like, recently in an interview, he said, no, I, you know, people don't really want to see intergender wrestling. Really? Yeah. It wasn't that long ago. Oh, okay. Last time I heard of it was, like, a year ago. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Time he, flies, man. Sometimes well, I, I mean, think, he did say it a, a year or so ago. Sometimes and then when I think it's it been like a couple months. I'm like, really? That was 2017? Holy crap. Yeah. Time is a flat circle, Steve. Uh, so was the Earth. Moving no. <laughs> uh, so we had a tag match. Naya and Tamina versus Alexa and Mickey James. Uh, winner gets a spot in the elimination chamber match. Determined first women's tag champions. He brought those belts out ringside. They look great. Yeah, man, those are great. Um, before the match start, Alexa Bliss and Mickey James had a promo, picture in picture type deal. Uh, like they have pretty good chemistry. Yeah, they at the do. end, it kind of they, it, it, they just started laughing, and it's, it seemed Alexa very Bliss organic. Seemed like, yeah, Alexa Bliss actually seemed like she legitimately was laughing. Yeah, I know it was actually kind it of was nice. actually really good. Yeah. Um, Nia and Tamina pick up the win. Nia pins Mickey after Samoan drop to both Alexa. And Mickey James. Yeah, that was an interesting little bit. She had Mickey already up, and then Alexa Bliss was going to go up to the top to execute an offensive maneuver. And uh, she started to think twice about it. And then, and then as she just grabs her, I know. I just grabbed her. I thought it was a really cool little bit. Oh, I'm, it was. I've actually been a fan of like like the Rumble and then last night's Raw. Mm-hmm. Nia Jax, they've been doing some pretty cool stuff mm-hmm. with her. I've actually mm-hmm. kind of appreciated it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they qualify for the tag title match at Elimination Chamber. Next, Kurt Angle interview. This is weird. Recapping what, honestly, a pitiful last half of 2018 he had. Yeah, and then they, on top of that, they they awkwardly shoved B-roll 
because like he would have to pause. It's one thing if they had like him talking over the B roll throughout, I know. but he paused. It's for almost the like he should done this. He said line done this <laughs> for a flashback. He looks up and you see a little thought bubble flashback. A little no, just have the like a feathered <laughs> with the you know the 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 new video the B roll some you know blurry vignette around right, it. Yeah, that would worked. Anyway, it's own. Then that's gonna be film sepia, scratch, sepia tone, but just something to indicate that we're seeing a flashback. Listen, man, old timey is the way to go. So yeah, he well, I mean, this happened like four months ago, not in 1892. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, Kurt had a match against Baron Corbin. So they're kind of recapping. Hey. Uh, Baron, him, uh, given you know when he was uh, assistant GM or whatever, um, him forcing Kurt at angle out essentially, mm-hmm. and then Kurt's match against Drew. Um, where Kurt actually uh, just totally got stomped. So match happens. Baron comes out, drops a promo. Um, and Man, I used to remember when you would do things like break ankles when somebody would make you mad. You now, won Olympic medal with broken neck. You with the freaking, your freaking broken neck freaking. Um, so the match happens. Uh, Angle looked like he was in better shape than the Drew match. Um, in the end, though, he didn't. He didn't even lose to a finisher. Um, Corbin took an angle s- slam. He escaped the ankle lock, um, and then beats him with a deep six. <laughs> Not even his finisher. Listen, man, I think they should transition that uh, finish to the deeps. Both of his his finisher and his signature. They're both really fun looking moves. Yeah, I know they are. And they when they sell when they when people sell them right. Oh, they look fantastic. Oh, yeah, that deep like six fun. looks like a million bucks. Yeah, you get spun around a few times. I'm not angry about that, man. I think that's No, great. no. Baron leaves, comes back to the ring, hits him with the end of days. You think they're going to do a thing where Kurt Angle loses a bunch up to Mania, and then he's like, well, if I can't prove my my my, my bona fides at Mania, I'm going to retire. Yeah. Has a match with somebody and wins. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. Or retires. Or retires, yeah. Baron Corbin might retire him. Now Baron's going to take on Braun at Mania. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey, Finn's picking up that IC title. Yeah, definitely. You like how we've booked all this? I know. (laughs) It's kind of obvious. There's like two pay-per-views between now and and Mania. Mania's going to be all fan service. (laughs) You're probably right. Seth wins. Generally, Becky is. wins. Yeah. Finn wins. Yeah. Who else do we like? Okay, who wins between Baron and Braun? Mustafa Scott. Ali gets that WWE title. Oh, he's going to pick up that U.S. title. Though. Probably, he'll probably pick up that U.S. title. Oh mm-hmm. my God, are there any? Are there going to be any heels going over? Roman will probably come out and congratulate Seth. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Undertaker. Uh, Who's going to Undertaker in a fight? Apparently, he's not slayed for anything. 
Oh, what about John Cena? Oh, Cena and uh, Drew. Drew. Oh, Drew that'll win. be that'll Drew be the win. heel win. Drew should win. That'll be a big heel win right there. Um, Adeo Tommy might pick up that cruiserweight title. Could be. He should. Um, Unless they go back to Cedric Murphy. U.S. title. Almost should pick that up. Murphy. No, I said Mustafa Ali picks up that. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Oops. Tag titles. I don't know. There's probably some heels that can pick up the tag titles. Maybe Thebar gets it back at Mania or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, speaking of Finn Balor, we get a shot of him kind of limping around backstage, making his way towards the ring, greeted by various superstars. Yeah, they were showing their love. Hey, good job. You survived Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. but he was obviously hurting. Hurting. So he comes to the ring. He yeah, drops he a promo. Confirms, yes, hurting. Well, yeah. He's in there with a giant bear person. Yeah. You know. And uh, he said he made Brock Lesnar believe, and that's why he beat him up after the match. It's a moral victory. Yes. Something the Sacramento Kings fans uh, know uh, all too well. <laughs> all too well. Um, he's interrupted by Bob Lashley and Leo Rush. Uh, they start talking trash. Um, and then Finn says, well, I lasted longer against Lesnar than you did in the Royal Rumble. Ooh. What were you in there, like 18 seconds? 12. It's 12 seconds. What were you in there, like 12 seconds? Lashley takes offense to this. Attacks Finn, drops him with three spine busters. Mm-hmm. Finn's totally win the Intercontinental title. Yes. Totally. Oh, it's going to be great, too. He's going to bring so much prestige to that title. Oh, yeah. Uh, after that, we had the Revival versus Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins, the Edgehead. We got a really cool little video package. Yeah, that was neat. The Major Brothers. Yeah, the Major. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so that was really neat. Ten years ago, they won those tag titles. 2008. Yeah, might as well, might as well be 1988. In terms of taking them seriously as a tag team, I mean, now. Uh, oh, this is totally going to... Oh, man. I don't know. I like these guys. I like them, too. Why do I like these guys so much? Because they're charming. Kurt Hawkins. They are charming. I've always liked Kurt Hawkins, man. Yeah. I, I thought they got saddled with that weird fax gimmick when he came oh, back. terrible. But, man, that dude, he's got a great look. He's got so much charisma. Yeah, he's good in the ring. And whenever they whenever they bring up the losing thing, he's hilarious. Oh, yeah. He's so good. And, like, they were going to book him to win a match, and he said, no, keep the losing streak going. So are the Revival going to eat this pin for Kurt uh-huh. Hawkins? They are, huh? Yep. What a way to convince him to stay, Vince. I'm not sure how I feel about that. I don't think, see, I don't think it's that bad of an idea. I don't think it's, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what they want. I don't know what they want. I don't know what they want. They seem more interested in other people. No, they seem well just as interested in other people as their own success, and that's that's cool. This is this is the reports that we've heard. Yeah, they're upset that the tag team champions Rude and Gable were not on that particular RAW. Again, they weren't on this RAW either. Where they were upset about that, uh, and then they're in this thing with Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins. That's going to lead to Kurt Hawkins pinning a member of the Revival. I don't think that's a that's a that's a big moment though. That's it is a mania moment. That's gonna happen in Mania. Good. Probably will. You just had a fan service. Kurt Hawkins has a WrestleMania. Man, moment. Imagine they put the Bills belts on the revival just to have Kurt Hawkins pin somebody to Dude, earn a title. You have to admit that that's one of the biggest stories in like wrestling history. This guy's lost how many in a row? He's about to pick up By a tag the time title. Mania rolls around, it might be close to three hundred. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's a story, the tag division. Man, you're a bummer. I think this is great. This is awesome. Next, we had a... Oh, anyways, a Revival 1. Dash Wilder pinned Kurt Hawkins after Shatter Machine. A pretty short match. Give us an Alvarez for that one. Oh, it didn't suck. No, your general disposition over this entire endeavor with the Revival. Oh, this whole storyline sucks. 
doesn't suck, but if even if I go to the revival and, and say, you know, I don't think the tag division is getting the spotlight and it deserves, and this is what happens. It's, I don't know. I don't know if I'm exactly satisfied with it, whether I'm taking the pin or not. Because again, I mean, the tag champions weren't even on the show last night. I mean, look, man. They these, got five minutes look, of screen dude, time. Dude, these wrestlers are not going to be holding Vince McMahon hostage. Oh, I know. You know? It's like, hey, we're not interested in coming back a year from now when our contract's up unless we see some improvement in the tag division. Okay, I'll take your, I'll take your, your, you know, but sure, if Dash, they, dude. If they, if they immediately put him in some amazing freaking thing with, you know, whoever with uh, Rude and Gable and won him the tag championships, three months down the line, like you said, three months yeah. down the line, who's to say that's not going to revert back to how it was? Right. Yeah. So I don't know. Hopefully they're being kept in the loop. Hopefully they're happy in this. If they're not, they go to AEW. Who cares? Yeah. The WWE don't care. No, they don't care. Uh, next, we had a Daniel Bryan, Eric Rowan interview um, where he's talking about how, uh, you know. This was weird seeing him on Raw. And yeah, weird. He, he didn't he come had, out he at had, all. He had, a, he had a shiner. Yeah. Um, he's talking about uh, Seth with his, you know, catchphrase of burn it down, advocating for wanton destruction. And pollution. And pollution. Yeah. That was, pretty, that was a good line. <laughs> wanton destruction. That's a good one. Uh yeah, it was just weird. They were backstage and they didn't like bring him out or anything. I mean, I guess hey, they you know they said they were gonna be there. Yeah, they showed him. I so mean, SmackDown's cool. in the same arena tomorrow or today, mm-hmm. so they're gonna be in town. Uh, next, we had an Elias promo. Apparently, he's a heel again. Yeah, that's good. I was so bored of them as a face. Yeah, it's weird how that happens. At v- at the very first, like it was weird. I don't know if it was just like the Roman domino effect or what, but you know, I was like, oh okay, cool, right on. But he's so much more entertaining as a heel, as yeah. many wrestlers are. Yeah. Um, His rationale was the whole time he was testing the audience to see if they would give him the spotlight <laughs> and, and, and show the appreciation that he right. thought he deserves. He said every time he comes out, they should be the crowd should stand up and cheer, standing ovation. You know, the funny thing is that crowd was so hot for him. I know. And so, like, he really had zero justification for any of that. I know, but, then, but he just said at the end of it, but it's too late now. Yeah. It's too late. The opportunity is gone. <laughs> And then Double J comes out, man. Double freaking J comes out. And he says slap nuts. And apparently there's a report. Uh, I saw this on Pro Wrestling Sheet. I don't know if somebody yeah, had it yeah, before yeah, them. Yeah, it's been reported by several outlets, yeah. Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and Shane Helms, the Hurricane, are going to be working. Uh, backstage producers. Backstage. But then Ryan Satin, Pro Wrestling Sheet, also followed up and said Jeff Jarrett might have a longer on-screen role. Well, I think he's going to have a mania match against Elias. Um, I was thinking maybe an authority figure. Well, no, they already have the authority figure thing. Huh? Yeah. It's going to be Mania match against Elias. What if he becomes like Elias's manager or something? I don't know. I want to see more Jeff Jarrett. He's more over oh, now than he's ever than been he's in his ever entire been, life. Man. How great is that? And they did the right thing, having to come out, and the first thing he says is, listen up, slap nuts. Yeah. That's what people wanted to hear. Crowd pop, too. They want to hear, ain't <laughs> I great? They want to hear slap nuts. Oh, man. Hey, why is it that when he... Uh, was back with uh, Impact. We were like, oh, dude, he's going to show up immediately because he would have been making himself the center of attention. Yeah. You can't do that in WWE. He's well, also be because there. he was also the chief creative officer, so yeah. he had the authority to make himself the center yeah. of attention. He's just another character in this larger play. Cog Vince in is, the machine, man. Vince is orchestrating. Vince has final say. Yep. So he comes out. He talks a little trash to Elias. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Road Dog comes out. Tells him, uh, tells Elias to suck it. Um, he's got a, the man shirt on too. He's got the Becky Lynch yeah, shirt on. Yeah, he's a huge Becky Lynch fan. Well, yeah, everybody is. Everybody, but also because he's like a head guy on SmackDown. Yeah. So, 
Um, and uh, then they start singing a song, Jeff Jarrett and Road Dogg. Wasn't and then Road Dog goes up to Renee and puts the mic in her face, and she doesn't know the words at the moment. And Corey Graves is like pointing at her and laughing, <laughs> saying, "You don't know the words." That was and then funny. she did later on. That was pretty funny. I'm looking, but just forward a look to... on Corey Graves' face was hilarious. Okay, talk about that real quick. Renee Young. She. I don't know if she'll leave right when Dean leaves, but I wouldn't be surprised if she eventually left. It's sort of like when Cody left and, and Brandy stuck around for like a couple more weeks and then they mm-hmm. let her, or AJ and CM Punk, you know? I think it's a similar situation. I would be very surprised if she left. Very surprised. Number one, somebody mentioned this on Twitter, they're probably going to, even if she stays with WWE, they'll probably see each other. Well, no, actually, that's not true. Um, she is in a fantastic spot, right? It's not like Brandy, who was, she was a ring announcer, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's not like AJ Lee, even, who was a prominent wrestler. Renee Young is the voice of Raw, one-third of the voice of Raw, the prime, the you know premiere show mm-hmm. every week. She could be the voice of all the wrestling, though, too. I mean, again, like and you said. And not have Vince in her ear, or have Vincent Corey's ear to give her crap every five minutes by about what she doesn't know about her husband. Granted, that's not going to happen after Dean leaves, but like you said, it, it all depends on what people want. Exactly. But man, I would be, I'd be surprised. I would be, be surprised if she left. So, uh, double J and road dog are singing ringside. Elias breaks his guitar over road dogs back, mm-hmm. gets in the ring. Double J meets him. They start brawling. Um, first Elias has the upper hand, but double J turns the tables. Um, however, Elias gets double J's guitar, breaks over his back two nights in a row. Jeff Jarrett's had a guitar broken over his back. Yeah. You don't actually think this is going to be a double J Elias match at Mania. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Okay. Has there been any reports about no. that? No. I mean, okay. just, I'm just reading the math, man. <laughs> double J is like super old, man. Okay. You think he's going to have a match against Elias? Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, 100%. 100% is happening. You're crazy. If it doesn't happen at Mania, it's going to happen at some point in between. That's going to happen at Mania. Well, yeah, that's, that's a big difference, though. That's a big difference. Some sort of a uh, guitar and a pole match. You just wait. Man, I'm going to have to wear wait. my slap nut shirt for Mania if that's the case. Mm-hmm. I don't see it happening, though. Oh, totally happening. Uh, next, we had a, a brief segment backstage between Natalia and Dana Brooke. Um, Ember Moon was supposed to be Natalia's partner last night for this tag match against the Riot Squad. However, it was revealed that she suffered some sort of elbow injury and has to have surgery right away. She's going to be out for uh, several months, I think. It's a bummer. That is a drag. Uh, I like this little bit with uh, Dana Brooke. Uh, Dana Brooke really does need to practice like in a mirror or something a little bit more because like, her line well, she can get, is not Maybe she, she should talk to Mojo about that then. <laughs> oh, I can't. We're about to do 15 minutes on Mojo, man. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she says, she says, you know what? I'm better than Ember Moon, and I'm better than you. And Natalia's like, okay, that's rude. Like, and then she, and Dana's like, all right, let's go. She's like, come on, partner, let's go. Let's go have our match now. Way to build some team, you know, teamwork building exercises right there. I'm better than you. Next, Mojo promo. This was great. So the camera's on Mojo. Uh, and he's like, it's, it's all dark. Uh, King Ross on, on Twitter was saying, <laughs> it looks like he was on the pot. He was on the potty. Uh, so he's sitting there, uh, and he's like... They don't know who I am. And it's all your fault. And it's all your fault. I am the perfect combination of athleticism, intensity, and something else. Strength. Strength. They're going to find out soon. 
But if it wasn't for you, they would have known that already. Yeah. And the camera kind of slowly pans around, zooms in, and he's just talking to himself. He's looking in the mirror. He's looking in the mirror. Nobody to blame but Mojo Rising. Yeah. Man, intense Mojo. He's a good promo. That's good. No, I thought it was awesome. I thought it was great. I like Mojo. I think he's been practicing this for like six months. That same setup probably too. (laughs) Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is probably just like a bit of a shoot here. Like... I think this is probably deep inside what he feels. But I don't know if we're going to get anything different than what we saw with Heel Mojo before. He won't run as much. Didn't he run to the ring as still as a heel? Mm-hmm. Mm, none of that. They have no. to give him new music and a new Titantron. It was all the old stuff. God, they didn't do that before? He had the same music? Same oh, Tron, man. too. Did it? Did his music ever have like an intro with him saying, be hype or say hype? Oh, I think in like the hype bro days, yeah. Yeah, but they did they at least ditch that? Yeah, they got rid of that. Oh, that's good. We don't get hype. We stay hype. So, Cue music. Who's his first feud going to be with? Oh, Is he going to take on Cena at Mania? Yeah, there you go. That's good, man. That's a good idea. Uh, next, we have the Natalia Dana Brooke versus Riot Squad tag match. Riot Squad representatives Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan were in this match. Mm-hmm. Uh, as expected, this uh, quickly put together team of Natalia and Dana Brooke had no chance. Uh, at one point, Natalia had Liv and the, and the sharpshooter. And then Sarah Dana, Logan, yeah. yeah. Dana Brooke, you're having some issues over there. Oh, Dana I had Brooke to belch. Started, uh, she was going to trick, she's trying to like, get Mickey out of the way, and then Mickey comes back, shoves her into the sharpshooter happening. Sarah, Sarah sorry. Uh, shoves her into the sharpshooter that's going down, and that gets broken up. And then Liv Morgan comes in, rolls up Natalia. Mm-hmm. Dana Brooke is very apologetic. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't know. So, yeah. And then Natalia posted on Twitter, disappointed. Oh, is that what she did? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, next, Ronda Rousey comes to the ring to try to drop a promo. However, the crowd just pretty much, if they could boo her and, 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 and chant Becky, Becky, her out of the ring. Dude, it would have happened. So I, I watched the West Coast version of this. Same, but uh, in advance, we heard several people saying that this was just a, a, an awkward stumbling of a promo. So I went into it thinking that it was going to be way worse than it actually was because it wasn't necessarily her stumbling, which happened. It was the crowd. I was actually kind of surprised. Rhonda came out there. She started delivering this promo about dreams or something, which immediately just seemed bad, and the crowd started crapping all over it. Booze, Chancellor Becky, yeah. She was she was responding to the crowd. I was actually kind of impressed. She was like responding to the crowd and she said, Okay, you guys got me to stutter. Good job. Like she was just playing off the crowd. Yeah. But they were not having any of it. So I kind of feel like it wasn't if she was stirred in any respect, it was because you see wrestlers who wrestled for years and years and years when they're faced with a crowd that does that to them. Some of them even don't know how to react to it. Sure, yeah. To turn the crowd, yeah, yeah, what yeah. the crowd is doing to them against the crowd. Like Daniel Bryan did the, his first real promo after he turned heel mm-hmm. when they were wedding him. Mm-hmm. And he just shut that off he shut immediately. It down. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's wrestlers who've been wrestling for 10, 20 years that probably couldn't, still can't do that yeah. as effectively as Daniel Bryan did. And yeah. you have Ronda who hasn't even been doing this for a year. Yeah. Who, in a purely scripted environment, can can handle herself? Yeah, um, she wasn't exactly able to turn it back on them. No, but uh, but she didn't. You know, look, my baseline is: do they pee themselves? No. Okay, you're good then. Because I would have peed myself. The crowd starts booing me like that. They're like Larson, Larson. I'm like, uh, no, you probably just been like, oh, Larson, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Ah, it's PG show. You found someone a Larson shirt ringside, ripped it off, and then like. Peed on it right there. <laughs> right there, exactly. 
Uh, anyways, so yeah, uh, crowd is not letting. So Rhonda immediately starts to go ahead. <laughs> she just she tries to get through it, and the boos are just too much. And so she just stands in the ring and just kind of plays with the microphone. That was hilarious. Yeah, she's like, mm, 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 mm. Hugh like, Bailey. Bailey comes out, rings uh, to the Ram. And says, well, she starts. She said, "Oh yeah, no, yeah." She started doing that after she tried to pivot because she was like, "Let's talk about what's next." And then she started talking about. She said Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, and then the crowd just started getting into her, and she started like yeah, playing, she just with the playing with the microphone with a smirk on her face. <laughs> And then out comes Bailey. Bailey says, "You're an open challenge. I want to. I want to challenge you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so let's have a match." Match happened, and just the the match just seemed a little bit off. It yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. Part of me wonders if like that crowd just and maybe maybe all the speculation about her leaving. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's all just sort of getting to her. It could be. Because this match was off. Yeah. Like it was re- there were a couple times I texted you this. I was like there was at least two times when I saw Bailey try to like, you know, sort of non-verbally call a spot. I guess it's what it looked like. Oh, one like. time uh, Ronda was in the corner and Bailey did this. Come on. She, yeah, and then when Ronda didn't, she went like this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was the main one, and there was like another the one. Another one too. when she was doing something with her hair and pulled the hair tie out and threw it to the mat. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those reactions just seemed actually frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you're just not into this right now, and yeah. I get it, but we have yeah. to do something, otherwise we're going to. I kill mean, for each Bailey other. too, this is probably like the only opportunity she might get to wrestle Ronda Rousey. Yeah, it's a big deal. And it's a big deal for Bailey. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I gotta give Bailey props for rocking the NWO era. Uh, inspire or Macho Man inspired jacket. Mm. It said Bailey like she like Macho Man used to have madness on his yeah 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 shirt. That was cool. Um, There's a couple cool spots when Bailey hit the Bailey to Bailey into the barricade on Ronda. That was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Um, she dropped the top rope elbow, followed up with a bank statement. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronda got to the ropes, and the finish was neat, where they were up on the top rope, and and Ronda kind of that was like a, a very smooth a package type deal off the rope right into the armbar. That was neat. Yeah, that was pretty smooth. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of kind of clumsy spots too. Uh, after the match, so Bailey taps the arm bar. After the match, Ronda helps Bailey up. They shake hands. Um, Bailey's kind of making her way to the ropes. Oh, Becky's music hits. Mm-hmm. Crowd explodes. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got a knee brace on, selling the injury she suffered at the Rumble. She makes her way down the ring. Um, Becky talks a bunch of trash to Ronda, calls her Ronnie, um, and says, "I don't need to any time like Seth Rollins does. I choose you." Yeah, yeah. And then Ronda's response was pretty good, except that she basically threatened uh, to murder Becky Lynch. She said, "You and I both know it was it was an it was a, a disproportionate response. It really was. It was you and I both know that I could physically murder you right here in the middle of this both ring with my all of my tools, <laughs> with both my hands." And I love the whole time Becky's just doing this. She's just smiling. Exactly. Doesn't seem phased at all. No. Ronda's just getting all up in her personal space. And this Becky seems so satisfied with herself for bringing Ronda to this point. But Ronda's response, I mean, she didn't like, she just, it was just blah, 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 like yeah, right yeah. in her. I thought it was, I thought it was a very good retort. It was about the best thing you could possibly do because Becky is so good. Yep. And her initial diatribe, her initial uh, sort of speech was really good. Yeah. Um, so I thought it was a very effective segment. Um, I wish there was a little bit of interaction between Becky and Bailey. Yeah, at least some, there was none. There was not even some like, acknowledgement, yeah. acknowledgement to the other person's. Birth. Bailey essentially quantum leaped out of there. Yeah, she really did. She teleported out. Um, but man, it really had big fight feel. It to did. It, it, had it big did. Fight this feel. better be the main event. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home. 
it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yeah. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Yeah, I'm I'm firmly anti Charlotte getting this. Not now. I see it. I see it happening in Doesn't front of me. Doesn't need to happen. I don't need Doesn't Charlotte need in it. I don't need that. Doesn't need to happen. Doesn't need to happen at all. Charlotte Oscar too. That's what makes sense. Yes. Now that I say that, they're going to probably put Charlotte. Uh huh. I don't know. What do you think? It's like just look watching that promo last night. Doesn't need. Doesn't need anybody else in it. No, I'm not asking for your oh. opinion. I'm saying, do you think? Like, like we know it doesn't need it. No. But given what we saw, is there any indication that they might do it? Not what we saw last night, no, but based on what happens. very one-on-one. Yeah, but what, based on what happened at the Rumble, it could be a situation where, like I said during a Rumble recap, that Charlotte's like, oh, Becky, you weren't even supposed to be in this match, so on and so forth. Might let her fight her way into it. Maybe. They, sh- they shouldn't, though. They should keep it one-on-one. Because that's the match people really want to see. Because here's the thing. Becky's now on Raw. Yeah. She, that's her place. And Asuka's going to need... Somebody on SmackDown, and it's just, it's, you got Charlotte there. You got Charlotte there. Yeah. She's there. Utilize her there. Yeah, and otherwise you're going to, I think it just strengthens the women's division as a whole to have Asuka take on Charlotte. Yeah. And Ronda take on Becky. You have these two huge marquee women's matches Mm -hmm. uh, on the main card of Mania, and I think that's that's just better for everybody. Mm -hmm. Uh, Next, we had a brief little segment backstage between Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Braun comes up to Seth and says, you earned it last night. Shakes his hand and tells him to make the right choice. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, that was um, that was a nice little moment. That was Braun passing the torch back to Seth. Yeah, pretty much. That's exactly what it, what it was. Yep. I can't be locker room leader. I know. I can't challenge Brock anymore, so you have to do it. I don't even like getting here on time. Sometimes I leave early. God damn, my knees hurt so bad I can hardly <laughs> move. Some days. Have you seen me run? It's cartoonish. 
next, Braun had a match against Drew McIntyre. Um, uh, Drew was working over Braun's knee during this match. Yeah. I mean, that's a smart move. Man, Drew's so good. He's really good. Drew's the best. Baron comes down. Well, first, Braun grabs the ring steps after he like incapacitates Drew a little bit. And then, yeah, Baron comes down. Hey. Attacks Braun from behind, grabs the chair, hits him. That was pretty great when Braun punched the chair out of Baron's hands, though. Yeah, that was cool. But uh, the heels get the upper hand. Drew lays out Braun with a kick, which they tried to call a claymore, but really wasn't. Um, and he and Baron hit a double choke slam onto Braun on the ring steps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Hopefully this is Drew just facilitating in this one respect, even though they both did the Braun pose afterwards. Um, well, once Cena's done doing what he's doing, we'll get shooting Drew his movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then Cena say, "Drew, you hurt me and took away my opportunity to win Rumble." Yeah, so I want you at Mania, and Drew should say, "Sure, Claymore, sure. one, two, three, match over." Oh wow, that quick, huh? Well, no, not ten seconds. Ding ding ding, ding. ideally Runs. Claymore, ideally Claymore yes. two, Claymore three. Yeah, ten minutes of Claymore. <clears throat> Show closed with the uh, the ring announcer saying, once again, Seth Rollins, but instead, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar came to the ring. Mm-hmm. And uh, Heyman said, Seth, your choice is obvious. You should challenge Daniel Bryan because you want no piece of Brock Lesnar. They'll have a nice match. A nice sports entertainment a match. good sports entertainment grappling match because you don't want to fight with the beast. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. So Seth comes down the ring, gets right in Brock's face. And then punches him. Yeah, that was good. Goes for a stomp. Brock picks him up. F5. Mm-hmm. And then three more F5s. Mm-hmm. And then another one on the Universal title. Yeah, that was like when we booked Raw. And then, yeah, it was. <laughs> and then Seth uh, kind of pulls himself up on the rope, screams at Brock. Is that all you got? Yeah. Brock comes back at him. Another F5. And that was all he had because then Seth was like, I know. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, so, yeah. I was. I thought it was a really good show. There wasn't a whole lot in there that I didn't. Yeah. There is no. So like the obvious. I should check this every week just to see what they do leave out of Hulu. But obviously the uh, the Hawkins. Yeah, that's gone. That should. I mean, that should play in its entirety on main event. Really, that should have just been a main event filming thing. Uh, let's see here. I mean, they had, they had a Kurt Angle match. That was good. They'll probably keep Elias and Double J off Hulu. Yeah. Yeah. Mojo, his promo won't be on there. They, I mean, given that it's for the tournament, it'd be hard to think that they'd, they'd ditch the, the they women's did, tag matches. Either the two women's tag matches, I know. So I don't know exactly what they're going to cut out. There's an hour and a half they got cut out, right? But they might. How long is it? How long is Raw without commercials? Two Raw without and a half? commercials 220? is 2.15. 2.15. So it's 45 minutes of show they got cut out. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let's do a SmackDown preview. Yeah, let's do that. I'll go first. What will the fallout of Lynch's WrestleMania challenge? Uh, what will be the fallout of Lynch's WrestleMania challenge to Ronda Rousey? The man punched her ticket to WrestleMania in shocking fashion on Sunday night, taking an injured Lana's spot in the women's Royal Rumble match and going on to win the boot. Becky Lynch set the stage for the show of shows on Raw Monday night, officially challenging Raw Women's Champion Ronda Rousey. However, with 68 days left until WrestleMania. Yesterday it was 69. 69. The man may still have unfinished business on the blue brand, including Charlotte Flair, who was none too pleased that Lynch took what she believed was her Royal Rumble match victory. See, they're setting up already. Will anyone plan on making the man's road to WrestleMania a rough one? Next, Shane McMahon and The Miz to throw the best tag team celebration in the world 
They've had less than a handful of matches as a team, but Shane McMahon and The Miz pulled off a huge upset at Royal Rumble, dethroning Thebar to become SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Though they celebrated plenty with the A-lister's father, George, on Sunday, the party will continue tonight when the champs throw the best tag team celebration in the world. Whoa, what do Shane do and like, Mac and The Miz have planned for this shindig? I know they had they like showed them celebrating putting the tag titles on George. I guess, that's, I guess that's like a rowdy party. But... Well, no, I was going to ask, did they like show footage from the aftermath from a rowdy party no, afterwards? I'm aware of. Ooh, that's what they should have done. They hit the streets of uh, 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 Scottsdale, downtown Scottsdale. No, nah, man, they just go back to the hotel and oh. watch local weather reports. There you go. Local news. And have some pizza, maybe. Okay. Do you guys want some pizza? I was thinking of getting some, uh, some room service. I don't know, it's too expensive. Too expensive. Okay, well, I'll see if I can order a, a veggie pizza somewhere nearby then. Yeah, exactly. Veggie? I like meat online. All right, Dad. All right, Dad. We'll do half and half. Mm-mm. Not if they charge extra. <laughs> Not if they charge extra. All dads are cheap bastards. Anyways, uh, are we, uh, next. I do Daniel Bryan. Yeah, yeah. Daniel Bryan vows to change the climate of WWE forever. That's very clever. One of the more shocking developments of WWE Royal Rumble came during the WWE Championship match when the monstrous Rowan <clears throat> and good guy Eric arrived to help the new Daniel Bryan retain his title against AJ Styles, assisted with a post-match attack, then raised the champion's arm in victory. The Titan was with Bryan at Raw last night while he awaited Seth Rollins' WrestleMania decision. Now Bryan is vowing to change the climate of WWE tonight on SmackDown Live. What do the WWE champion and his new ally have planned? Got another match against AJ? I I hope not. I'll be fine with that. Who will step up to Asuka? With the man challenging for the Red Brand's title, the Empress of Tomorrow will surely have no shortage of superstars determined to try and knock her off her throne. Mm. Will anyone step up to call out Asuka? Can Rusev and Lana bounce back from a crushing rumble? WWE Royal Rumble turned out to be a very unhappy Rusev day for the Bulgarian brute and his wife Lana. During the Royal Rumble kickoff, the super athlete inadvertently knocked his wife off the ring apron and to the arena floor where she injured her ankle. While Rusev was focused on Lana, Shinsuke Nakamura clobbered him with the Kinshasa from behind to regain the United States Championship. The bad tidings continued in the women's Royal Rumble match as Lana limped down the aisle attempting to enter the match. Unfortunately, the ravishing Russian's injury would prevent her from even making it to the ring. That gave Becky Lynch the opening she needed to enter and win the 30-superstar over-the-top rope battle. A distraught Lana bared her soul in a WWE.com exclusive later that night, leaving the WWE Universe to wonder when things will start looking up for the couple. Will this evening SmackDown Live be a happier Rusev day for the Bulgarian brute and Lana? Find out tonight at 8, 7 central on USA Network. Exciting stuff. Should be a fun show. Exciting stuff. Let's answer some questions, Chief. Uh, over here on the YouTube, breakingcontrollers.com, the D and Dean stands for dead inside at this point. Oh, that's cool. I didn't see this. Hmm. Uh, uh, Inspector Butts here in the Discord says they did sort of make eye contact. Oh, is that a four? They throw up the four at each other, yeah. Ooh. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, D and Dean stands for dead inside. That's for breakingcontrollers.com. Ricky Scurvy says Dean Ambrose to XPW. Yeah. There you go. Bring back XPW. Um, Quiet Wyatt Designs, would you pair Ambrose with the newly fired up Mojo? Mojo and Dean sounds like a cop movie, but they could work well playing off each other's intensity. Uh, no, Dean really has a whole lot of intensity right now. 
This is good. Joey Ryan says, if Dean Ambrose oh, yeah. hates hokey shit, this is he's not in our Discord. This is from uh, Cody Miles. Uh, yeah, posted this tweet. tweet. Yeah. If Dean Ambrose hates hokey shit, he's going to love the first indie to book him versus me. That Josh. Fool, that fool's not taking $500 bookings or even $2,000 no, bookings. No. Josh Little, should Becky be the first to beat Ronda? <clears throat> yeah. Yes, 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 and yes. Uh, Nor Gengi, Dean versus Triple H, Finn versus Lashley at Mania. Sure. What about Braun? Braun's going to take on uh, uh, Baron Corbin. Uh, yeah. Which is oddly a big step up for Braun Strowman mania-wise. Yeah. Last year, he won the tag titles with a 10-year-old. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dragon Reborn, he mentions Joey Ryan's tweet about Dean Ambrose hating hokey shit. Uh, Steve is undisputed. Will WWE bury Dean till he leaves? No, but he's going to be putting people over. Do you think they would... Uh, well, it's just now till Mania, but that's not a lot of time. No. I was going to say, do you think they'll try to uh, make things better for him? But probably not. Sammy Garcia, did Ronda's promo feel sort of like a shoot? Maybe the one after the match against Bailey, the one before that was seemed very scripted because... Uh, not that she forgot her, her lines, but she had trouble getting through it because the crowd was chanting Becky and booing and stuff. Yeah, that first one totally was was scripted. Yeah. The one uh, is he talking about the one where Becky was up in her face? Yeah, uh, the assume. one where she was up in Becky's face just it, that felt more like natural. Just felt like she was you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. trying to hype the match. Mandible Jaws says Dean is a child. Is he jealous of Seth or what? I mean, Seth, especially recently, has good create has had good creative. Well, so I'm, I, I don't agree with the first bit there. We're calling him a child. He's a man. He knows what he wants and yeah. what he doesn't want. And if he's not happy in a particular employment situation, he has his right to leave it. Yeah. Now, the second part, is he jealous of Seth? I think he, I think he might look at, we talked about this during the stream. And I think yesterday, yeah, during the recap. When he looks at AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and the matches, a guy like Brock Lesnar seemingly because Brock Lesnar wanted to put on with those guys. And he's like, what? what like, how, that's got to feel pretty bad. Yeah. That's got to feel like, man, what am I, an asshole? Come on. Give me a break here. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. I, don't, I wouldn't say he's a child, but look, I'm not sure a dude like that was ever fit for WWE in the first place, you know? I don't know. But then at the same time, like, you know, God, his creative's never been good. If you gave him good creative, maybe something good. Yeah, ever since the shield broke up, it's not been great. Gary Smith, will Nia be the next woman to hold a men's title? I. Okay, so she's most likely, but the likelihood of that is very low. low. Richard Nason, seeing Lashley go after Balor, is it a sign that Balor, uh, that a Balor run with the IC title is going to be happening soon? Yeah. Probably a mania. Yep. Brandon Garza, Revival versus Ambrose and Canellis. Winners leave the WWE. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> you get to choose. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, KJ. That's a good question. <laughs> Always wondered, but in kayfabe, do wrestlers not kick out because they're knocked out or they're just in too much pain? Pain. Uh, Richard Nason here says they run out of resiliency. <laughs> I guess my impression's always been like the, save for the the moves that could obviously KO somebody, like so a super like kick could KO somebody. Super kick, power bomb. They're too out of it to continue. Yeah, but most other moves, I think it's just the the pain lo- level is so high that they can't immediately kick out, and that's why they can't kick out. Yeah, okay, like, yeah. Five yeah. seconds later, they're kind of getting up. Yeah, 
because you know your body is just hit with so much pain that you can't do anything about it. You're either knocked out or you're incapacitated from pain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Josh Little, what is the probability that Seth will beat Brock at Mania? Should the match have a stipulation like Iron Man, Cage Master, no DQ? Unless they do something between now and Mania that completely derails Seth Rollins creatively and the crowd turns on him. It's like 2% bosh that Brock wins. Which seems completely out of the realm of possibility. It really mm-hmm. does. Seth seems he's kind of, I don't know, he can run with anything and people love him. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's totally going to win that match. Uh, Josh Little, who would win in Finn versus Becky, best of five? Becky's like the hottest wrestler in WWE right now, so she'd win best yeah. of five. Yeah. Jacinto Gonzalez, Jeff Jarrett, and Shane Helms just got the SmackDown, so it's true. Confirmed by Frendo. Uh, yeah, man, I know. Lindsay Desitel. This is great because it's from 11 hours ago. I love how Raw kicked off with Rollins and Triple H. Rollins is an amazing babyface and also won me $100 in a Royal Rumble pool last night. Cool. When Dean came out, it got a little awkward. Do you think by the end of the year, Rollins would go back to being a heel and work with Ambrose again? No, because at the end of the year, Ambrose is going to be there. Yep. Uh, Scott Ferris, what disenchanted, overexposed WWE guys like Dolph or Dean should AEW avoid signing? I'm on the fence with Dolph because... We've talked about this before. Kind of interested to see what he could do. Did you notice the little interaction he had with Almas in the Rumble? It was like Dolph oh, reborn. Yeah. Dude, I know. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. They had like a really couple of really quick exchanges. Yeah. And it was like, oh, that's a match that like I didn't say that because yeah. I was saying love and right. But yeah, that's a match I actually wouldn't mind mm-hmm. seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fear and Loathing in NYC. If he won't use Moxley, how about Mean Ambrose? Well, probably he can't use Dean or Ambrose in any name on the Indies. It's going to be John Mosley unless WB trademarked that or something. Ooh, can we kill him off in Stephen Larson Brook Raw? Well, I'm not going to comment on that. Clean Ambrose. Talk Clean about it after we're off air. What's another? What rhymes with Dean? Sheen. Sheen Ambrose. Shiny. Shiny. <laughs> Velveteen Ambrose. Let me see. There you go. Velveteen Dean. Velveteen. Velveteen Dean. Dean. Dean, Dean. Uh, Trey Awesome. Uh, <laughs> Dean and Renee versus uh, Cody and Brandy. Who agrees? Uh, nah, man. Renee needs to stay on Raw. Uh, there at the bottom. I think it's there at the bottom. CM Punk finds himself in there at the bottom, right? Yeah. No way Jose should have brought the conga line with him to that school. <laughs> That'd be great, man. Uh, Fear and Loathing, uh, Nikki Cross versus Asuka Mania, pre-show or main card? It should be Asuka versus Charlotte. If not, I feel like Nikki Cross is really... It's probably the best option. They've put on good matches before. It'll give Nikki even defeat a good push. Yeah, I'm just really curious as to how they're going to handle her on main. I mean, that's a look. I agree with you. That's the match I want to see given their history. But you know how main is. I know they're weird. Yeah, they are. Uh, Trey, awesome. Oscar versus Ember sounds pretty hype. That would be great. However, Ember Moon is hurt. Probably oh, won't be man. healthy in time for Mania. This is a good idea. What? Jay Sean Lawrence, according to PW Torch, Dean is leaving after Mania. Where do you guys see him going? There, Thabata says W Steve W. Perfect. Oh, there you go. Perfect. He can soil his undies all he wants. John. Sean. John Waxley. Uh, Brandon Montemayor, 
Which New Japan faction could a heel Dean Ambrose join and or lead? Taguchi Japan turns him heel. All about the hokey shit. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. Man. He goes to New Japan instead. Yeah. yeah. God. <laughs> Who wants to see those matches? Um, Tomatonga asked what he was doing after April, or if he was available after April. Oh. Oh, that'd be Ambrose fun. Ambrose Club. That'd be fun. Oh, I'd be down for that. Those promos would be good. Mm-hmm. Dropping F-bombs left and right. I know they're not mm-hmm. supposed to do that anymore, but he would. Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd be fun. Just Lucas says, Mojo Fight Club confirmed. Now tell me no one is watching you guys. I had that thought, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talking to himself. Yeah. yeah. Now that Zack Ryder. Here, that's the thing. Zack Ryder broke broke off. Wait, who was it? Was it Mojo was Zack Ryder's alter ego, right? Yeah. So Zack Ryder found himself another partner. His old alter ego. So, yeah. <laughs> But I guess they, you could. Which Kurt Hawkins is kind of the personification of Zack Ryder now, the guy who loses all the time. Yeah, and you can kind of see him as the as offshoots of Edge. Edge, <laughs> right. like Edge's alter egos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is getting deep. It is, man. I'm telling you, this is the best storyline ever told in wrestling. Um, David Proc, looking past WrestleMania, if Becky wins that title, moves to Raw, who should her first feud be? Nia Jax. Against? Nia Jax would be a first feud. You're probably right. But, man, there's a lot of great feuds waiting to happen there. Sasha and there's Bailey. Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. I, feel like, I feel like Nia's going to be the first one. Um, Kyle Korath, should WB turn Mania and Royal Rumble into two night events? No. It's too much. Um, I, I get the feeling that Mania is eventually going to do that. I really probably. Do. That would not surprise me at all. Um. Perry Smythe, due to uh, due to WWE's nature of hiding information about internal company workings to protect kayfabe, do you think that makes it harder for the WWE to convey information to the public? Yeah, it makes it awkward. Mm-hmm. For he says, for example, McMahon's couldn't outright say that changes will take time to happen because storylines have to finish up, et cetera, et cetera. Um, yeah, that it, it is a weird. It is an it is a weird thing. Wrestling is, is a weird is. thing. They they disregard kayfabe when it's convenient and and hold it tightly when they when they need yeah. to. I guess. Like the fact that they still like I still think Breaking Ground was a truly groundbreaking show. It was, but they didn't really go. One thing they didn't kind of expose was putting matches together. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They just dance around it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they just don't want to see how it's made. I kind of get it, and I kind of think it's antiquated. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. <clears throat> uh, oh, Stephen Trato. Can I get a birthday shout-out from Baron Corbin and The Undertaker? What's his name? Steph, uh, Stephen Trato. Steven, you're not me. Today, not my birthday. It's your birthday. Birthday, have good one. Your mom had you, but you're not her. Steven, it's a good thing your mom didn't put you down like a dog before you came shooting out of her butthole. Happy birthday to you. Wow. Yeah, right? Wow. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Locaine, couple, couple last questions. Locaine, you think the Bella Twins are going to be in an elimination chamber? 
God, I hope not. I'd be surprised. There's one more qualifying match next week. Sasha and Bailey versus Nikki Cross and Alicia Fox. Sasha and Baylor winning that one. They're going to be in Elimination Chamber, so we just need three teams from SmackDown, one of which oh, will be... Oh, that'll be fun, though. It'll be Iconics, it'll be Mandy and Sonya Deville. Who is the third team going to be? Are they going to bring up Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai? Oh, I hope so. They so Ooh. should. Oh, that'd be so great. They so should. Oh, man. I would love to see them. They really should do win that. Win everything. Mm-hmm. They win the U.S. title. Mm-hmm. They win the Intercontinental mm-hmm. title. Universal. I still feel like we haven't seen everything that Io Shirai could do. Oh, we haven't seen. We've hardly seen anything of what she can do. We've hardly seen any of it. So just bring her up, and and that's it. And then we're good. Anyways, I think that's good for a show mm-hmm, today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's see if I can. Hilton didn't come in today. We no. got. We really need to talk to that guy about his work ethic. Well, he does work another job. Anyways, that's it for the show. Yes. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Oh, here's the music for you. Uh, patrons, $1 and up. Stay tuned. We've got an overrun for you, a bonus episode. That'll be coming up whenever we... Like in 10 minutes. Yeah, 10 minutes. We'll do, yeah. we'll do a play for you. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Be a part of Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.